Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sub Tours. My name is Mai. All right. And apparently, I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> No, so I was okay. waiting for the man. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, okay. In my defense, it's weird it's now because we're on video. We can be seen. This is very different now. Which See, gives you I no lost my excuse. Rhythm. It, it, it's, it's no excuse. It's confusing. I can did not bring his A game. It's confusing. Bring his A game tonight. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> yes. Uh, let's do that again. I'm Mai. I'm Misha. And I'm Andrew. <laughs> there you go. So today we have a very special episode. So we're not going to be talking about a particular movie or a particular set of movies. But we are going to go through Misha's special adventures for when he went to the United States in around June or July. If we mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. that uh, down pat, yeah, we had a little bit of hiatus thanks to Misha. <laughs> Just yep. kidding. No, not I was gone. You. I was gone long <laughs> enough to make myself poor. Well, we were able to record an episode when he was in Cincinnati. That is true. We did Jurassic World Dominion, and I am still apologizing to my family for dragging them to watch it. <laughs> but yes It's like we see you once every five years And this is what you take us to see <laughs> Oh god, I'm so sorry It's okay, it's in Cincinnati anyway so. <laughs> But yes I don't know. Um, As if you are listening on Spotify Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts Well, you might be only experiencing this episode A half of what we intended because we are actually recording a video right now. And if you do want to enjoy both the visual and the audio aspect of things, head on over to the description box of wherever you're listening to this podcast from and check out the YouTube link that we will be sharing there. So... You know, it's not going to be fun if we don't give you guys a visual reference. And uh, Misha went to a lot of places that Anja and I were like extremely jealous of. Like a lot of movie nerd stuff that we wish we could also experience firsthand. But since we can't, and just in case you guys want to, you know, join in on Misha's little cuento on what was going on during his tours. Or if you need ideas on... um things to add to your itinerary just in case you're going to go to the US well this episode is for you legit it's like you know like um, a post-COVID tour planning thing mm-hmm. well okay uh, to be fair since I did go to a few places I went to places where movies were shot I went to a few museums um, I went to historical sites and all those things it was just a lot of different things. So I thought that the best way to start it off was by showing you one of the best examples that had a little bit of everything. So what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today is my tour of the Warner Brothers Studios, which um, I hope you guys have fun, seriously. Because they're oh, like the will. biggest movie studio in the world that's not named Disney. <laughs> and um, there is just so much good stuff to see there. Look, I have a Batmobile. Wow. <laughs> I like the Warner Brothers. You know, it's like the Warner Brothers, you know, the Warner Brothers studio tour. So I had to have a Batmobile with me. Um, I have um nothing. <laughs> I don't know what I can show off doing show and tell. Man, <laughs> I this- get 10 points tonight. Okay. My Batmobile's okay. bigger than yours. I don't want to know. Oh, oh, you want to go there, huh? <laughs> Hold on. Not today when we know, <laughs> please. Of all days that we, we actually no, have no, our no, video. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh my, my God. God. 
god! No! What the hell, man? This is what I didn't want for Big <laughs> Now, I'm just going to say that belongs to his son, and we're supposed to believe him. For those of you who are not watching this, Anjo just released a giant Batmobile. Why? Why? <laughs> this, this is why we never considered video episodes up until today, because all you two are going to do is just like show off your fucking toys. And you're going to actually see while we're recording, while someone else is talking, one of you is just going to be playing with one of your toys in, on screen. Oh my God. I'm the nice one. Okay. <laughs> sure. So shall we get on with this? Uh, let's oh. um, let's hand over the mic to Misha. Okay. So um, the Warner Brothers Studio is in Burbank, California, and they have a really good studio tour. Not every studio has a tour, and some of the ones that do aren't that good. They shall remain nameless. But I went um, on this trip alone. I went to Warner Brothers. Um, Sony, Universal Studios, and Paramount. Fox used to have one before the pandemic, but um, they've ceased to, to continue it uh, when Disney bought them out, apparently. And uh, that's a shame because they've also done a lot of good things. But Warner Brothers holds a special place in many movie fans' hearts because it's the home of a lot of classic movies from historical epics, gangster dramas, um, science fiction, superhero stuff, and animation. Space Jam. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I just had to. It's the cinematic, true, the cinematic masterpiece it's that is Space historical Jam. Historical epic, Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Gangster drama, Space Jam. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sports biopic, Space Jam. What? Bugs Bunny can be a champion too. It's the true story of how Michael ja Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson gave up baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Michael Jackson. What? <laughs> Moving on. I'm glad okay. people can All finally right, see go. the face I usually make around these. Things. <laughs> okay, so Warner Brothers Studio Tour. I'm starting you guys up with the Studio Tour logo, and uh, first up, I'm gonna show you. Uh, I'm gonna show you. Um, the world-famous Warner Brothers Water Tower. Are now, the Animaniacs going to come out of that? I wanted them to, <laughs> and hopefully someday they upgrade it because it doesn't actually hold water anymore. Boo. It's more of a… I mean, it used to, like in the 20s and 30s, back when they started. But, you know, water systems have gotten better, even though California has no water to share in, with anyone, not even themselves. But… Um, the tower can be seen for miles around, so they just, they just never took it down, even if they don't use it anymore. Um, I like to think the Animaniacs are living in there. But <laughs> I was kind of thinking, I was going to ask if Bugs Bunny drank from that water tower. So, but, It know. is entirely possible. He's been around mm -hmm. for a while. Yes. Okay. So this is a shot from the outside. This is just, this is the... This is just the facade outside. And you can tell that they're already giving you a flex, okay? Mm -hmm. You got your Harry <laughs> Potter guys up on the left. Your DC superheroes in the middle. You have Casablanca with Humphrey Bogart up on the right. Telling Sam to play it again. And you got the tagline, Hollywood made here. And you know, you can't argue with that. I mean, it's Warner Brothers. Everything they do, um, well, most of the things they do turn out iconic in one way or another. There was some controversy when this design was unveiled a couple of years ago because people were wondering where Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill were. It's kind um, of stupid because they're <laughs> clearly not the most iconic Batman and Superman. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, as much as we harp on Zack Snyder, um, I, 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 I can't argue with that, really. Um, for many people, these two are the most iconic iterations of these characters. Michael Keaton's coming back um, in the Flash movie. And, um, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll see what's coming next. Um, this is the lobby where you enter, you register, you have to you have to get your tickets online so that you have your slot. They run out really fast. So if you're planning a trip, just go to the website, get your tickets well in advance. They have a, actually they have a lot of tour packages. Um, the one that we took, which is the basic one, it's supposed to last three hours. But in the end, my mother and I took five hours, basically, because we just stopped to look at everything. I, um, I have to go on the studio tour with you then. You do, you really do, because they, they they have the three the basic three hour three hour tour has like um an hour hour and a half long part where you ride a tram with a tour group, and then there are parts where you're self guided, where they you can walk through the exhibits at your own pace. You can look at props, you can look at costumes, look at sets, and that's what actually takes up uh that's what took up a lot of our time because we wanted to see everything, we wanted to take pictures of everything, um you know. My 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 mom and I we were we were basically we were big kids through all of this and it w- it was just fun. Uh, my question <clears> is how <throat> advanced? Like, let's say you will go online now. How mm-hmm. long until you actually can get into the tour? Like, how long long um, before you get to book some some? I think like uh, a schedule. week, a week, two okay. weeks should be safe. Just don't do it like the night before because there's no way. Okay. Or <clears throat> or if you're gonna do it the night before, make sure like you're the only one because it's the only way you'll get a slot. Mm, gotcha. <clears throat> so at least well, I guess I guess a week is safe. A week before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Noted. So like, um, here's the waiting area where you join your tour group. They have a little mock-up of the studio itself. If you look at those, if you look at the three studio buildings on the bottom, and you look at the floor beneath it, it's supposed to represent the actual layout of the lot. Mm. So it's like it's an overhead of, view. Interesting. Uh, can and you act like the, a kaiju around those things? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, sorta, yeah. So this is Did where you, you wait for all the late. This is where you wait for all the latecomers <laughs> and for all the. Silly Filipinos who may or may not be finishing off their Starbucks that you're not supposed to bring on the tour. This is where you wait before you go inside. <laughs> I have uh, a question though. Were you were you one of those silly Filipinos? You can't prove that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you look there, the the if you look at that soundstage at the back, the one that looks like it's got some buttresses. Yes, that's a word. Um, it's what? bigger what? for Wait. a reason. A lot of these sound stages are the same size, but that one is stage 16 and it's bigger for a reason. I'll get to that later. Okay. So, yeah, the, war- the water tower is here because it's iconic and it really overlooks everything. And there it is. There's a closer shot of stage 16. And uh, moving on. Pretty cool. I have one <clears> question. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, go for it. You're not allowed to go... To go up the water tower, right? It's not part part of the attraction. Why do you want to go up the it's water just, tower? What is wrong you with you? Over, no, because you said it overlooks everything. And I think what? the view would have been nice. Now that you mention it, yes. Yeah, I suppose it would be. <laughs> no. I mean, we we drove past it. We drove past it, okay? We okay, drove past so it. We looked up at it, but we didn't climb it. <laughs> but yeah, that actually okay. kind of would be cool now that you mention it. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Um, okay, moving the, on. Okay, moving on. The the thing about like Hollywood studio lots is that a lot of people don't um, necessarily know is that even if this is the Warner Brothers lot, anybody can rent space on it to shoot. So like any of the sound stages that they have, 
can be used by Disney, by Fox, by, but you know, by Sony. Anybody can rent from anybody else. They can rent space. They can rent costumes. They can rent props. And this is one of the first buildings on the tour. And um, just to give you an idea of how they use everything on the lot, what would you say this building is? Like if you had to see, you saw this in a movie, what do you think it is? It looks like a, a university of some sort or maybe an office. Okay. Michael Jordan's gym. Okay, I hate how close I hate how close Anjo is because because this building actually was used for video game camp like Space Jam too. Space Jam. I hate you so much. Shut up. No, but but seriously, okay. Yeah, this is right before they talked to Bugs Bunny. But seriously, um just to show you how nothing is wasted in a movie studio, this building um, basically has some offices on the inside, but it has doubled for everything from a hospital to video game camp in Space Jam, if that's actually a thing. I don't know. It's I mean, the it's that station. basic facade, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's not yep. ugly. It's not, you know, too basic for, yep. I mean, you know, it's flexible. It's like, been, I could, I could even say it's a like, building in Ateneo or something. I don't know. Oh my God, Ateneo. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she just had to get that in there, right? <laughs> it's like, I went to Harvard. I'm not from Ateneo. <laughs> I'm not from Ateneo. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean... Obviously, I call it the Ateneo if I did. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Moving on. So Moving on. <laughs> this building has been used as like police, the police station on that TV series, The Rookie with Nathan Fillion. It's been used as hospitals. It's oh. been used as evil tech corporations. And for some reason, somebody thought it would be a good idea to make it video game camp of LeBron's kid in Space Jam 2. So, yeah, good call, Anjo. Space Jam. When in um, doubt. <laughs> this is an example of a New York street. The New York streets in Warner Brothers are iconic because you've seen them in a hundred different movies, even if you don't realize it. Because it's kind of expensive. California is on the left side of the country. It's on the West Coast. New York's on the East Coast. But they have a lot of shows that are set in New York. Like, for example, Friends, which never actually shot in New York unless they had to be shown um, at specific landmarks. Mm, um, like the fountain <clears throat> in the opening um, billboard. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was done on the Warner Brothers lot. And oh. here I'm showing you an example of their iconic New York street which street set, which you've seen in like a bajillion movies. Hmm. Now, the funny thing about New York streets in movies is um, they they look close enough to the real thing, but they fall apart once you think about it. Because like it, New York is built in the shape of a grid. So hmm. 90 degree angles. Things, streets are perpendicular yeah. to each other. But in movies, because you only have so much space, you can't make them um, a perfect grid because then you'd see the end of the street. So if you look at New York streets and movies, there's always a dead end there, like you can see here, and it's at an angle. They're never going to show you the, the grid. It's either going to be off at an angle or it's going to curve off to the side, because which you would never find in actual New York. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> this particular street, this is their main New York street. You've seen it, and I'm going to show you some examples. Sorry to everybody who's listening. Just have to take our word for it. Um, Go to YouTube. <clears throat> Over there on the bottom left is where Phoebe threw a thumb at some poor person. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Back in Friends. Um, 
<laughs> up there is where you sing rent. about not wanting to pay rent because we're you know we're not gonna pay. <laughs> we're not who's gonna, gonna who's pay. got time to pay for rent? <clears throat> we're and not gonna pay. Okay, sorry. Even the streets are used for more singing about not wanting to pay rent. Last year's <laughs> rent. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but the building here with the I most. I have a question though. I have a Go question. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Is this the street where they were shooting a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie while shooting for Yes. Him? Yes, it was. <laughs> it's further uh-huh. down. Multi- so yeah. The, <clears throat> and the neat thing about the street is that you can change the fire escapes, you can change the facades, you can change the lamp, the lamp posts, the street signs, to, and you can repaint everything to match whatever period you're trying to depict. The most iconic building here, or the one the most history rather, um, is the one on the right because it was the orphanage in Annie. And there's actually a plaque dedicated to their production designer set into the sidewalk in front of it. So, so yeah, that, that's it. That's it up on the right. Unfortunately, I covered it in my infinite wisdom. You have to take my word for it. It's behind that picture. <laughs> nice. Good job. No, no, Good no. Job. no. Uh, I think he was just too excited to be there. He was like, oh, I'm so pictures, sorry. Pictures. I'm so sorry. In retrospect. Uh, moving further down, you got your New York, typical New York fire escapes, old school iron, wrought iron fire escapes set into the brick. It was also used in Annie. And this little alley also has been seen in a lot of movies. This is where Spider-Man took out some goons um, so he could save MJ, as oh. Mai remembers from her childhood. Yes, this this is the scene. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Listen to our um, oh cinema God. episode oh. for that, like, back oh in 2020. <clears throat> so for like the, the reference. <clears throat> the tour guide was telling us, like, so that 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 little shaft there in between the two buildings. That's where they did the upside down kiss, and Toby Maguire was miserable because it looks romantic. It looks, you know, it looks very appealing. The, you know, you're kissing the superhero. He's upside down. It's an iconic movie moment. But the poor guy has got water going into his nose the entire time. He was dying basically. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. But it looks great. Looks great on film. And if you move a little bit to the right, you'll see. Um, there's this little entryway with a short staircase and a door set into the side of the building before you get to more fire escapes. This um, is actually you. This was actually used for the poster of Purple Rain. So Prince shot there. It's just ridiculous how much use you can get out of a short chunk of fake New York Street. Like seriously, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Different moods, different time periods, different settings, and it's all in the same place. It's, I'm it's also crazy. thinking it looks familiar. Um, I think it was Lady Gaga's Edge of Glory uh, music video. She also had the, those like fire escape um, scenes and stuff. Wouldn't put it past her. Hmm. Let's see. What else do we got? Um, around the corner is this official <laughs> government looking building. <laughs> is that, um, is that uh, part of the Batman 66 set? Why, yes. Yes, it is. And it's still there. That's where they would park the Batmobile every freaking episode to find out what was stolen, who was kidnapped, what was blown up, who escaped from prison this week. Um, (laughs) This building has been through a lot. Yes, yes. Showing off your Batmobile. Good for you. (laughs) But um, the neat thing, again, 
it looks big on screen. I mean, fine, it looks big in the picture too. But if you're there, you'll be surprised how small and compact everything is on the lot, on the studio lot. Because like right across the street from the city hall is that fountain that you mentioned, Mahi. This is where they shot the intro of Friends. Um, They put up a fiberglass couch instead of a real one because everybody just wants to sit in it and have their picture taken and a real couch would die if it was left outdoors all year long. Of course. For Mm. sure. Um, Supposedly, this is not the original location of the fountain. They just had to move it somewhere more convenient (laughs) Mm. because people just kept trying to take pictures of it and it was too disruptive. That I mean, garden just looks like it's dying. Like there's no grass <laughs> whatsoever. I'm guessing that's where everybody steps yeah. steps on, or you know, everybody just runs around trying to take photos of of themselves. Yes. Let's see. And this is what the inside of one of those buildings looks like. It's really just a facade. There's nothing there. Um, some of them are used for storage, but for the most part, yeah, you can't do anything with these buildings. Um, they just have a lot of rafters and a lot of beams where you can hang stuff off of. How You can hang lights, you can hang equipment, you can use it for rigging, but no, it's not really a functional building. In fact, mm. some of them aren't even wide enough or deep enough to be worth anything more than, um, than um, a, a storeroom, to be honest. Um, moving on the tour, they also actually have some buildings that are designed to be used. Um, this one, the interior and the exterior were used um, in La La Land. This is the coffee shop where Emma Stone um, is at the very beginning of the movie. Was and it called Sage and Pine in the I movie? I genuinely don't remember what it is. Hmm. Um, but yeah, she was, she was, they were walking through here. They were actually, there was a movie shooting. <laughs> they weren't hiding the fact that they were on a back lot at the beginning of La La Land. Hmm. Okay, so let's see. Um, when they want to build a facade, but it's not necessarily going to be seen in really up close on camera and you don't need people interacting with it. It's just like off in the distance. They basically cheat with these. These are just painted, honestly. And what they do is they cheat even more by playing with the perspective and oh, playing yeah. with the shadows. Mm. Oh yeah, just bokeh it up and it's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, voila, instant yeah, backdrop. Depth to of field. And then all of that stuff takes a lot of work from hundreds of dedicated professionals. This is the paint department of Warner Brothers. It As someone has painted at the side. <laughs> I assume that, it yes, says it's paint, paint depth depth. right there. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen like working for, for you know having shot ads, mm-hmm. TV, TV season ads. Like this is like like even a fraction of this is like times fifty of what our PDs can. Our PDs are talented. This is just like on this, but this is this is just a whole other level. PD Anything workshop. they need, it's there. They yeah, don't need to run down to the different. corner hardware. It's mm-hmm. all there on site, and they build it like uh-uh. just custom. And they can make wood look like anything. They can make it look like yeah. marble. Make it look like steel. Make it look like you know granite. Just just with paint. It's it's awesome. And mm. just to give you an idea how okay. freaking huge this apartment is, we're not walking. Action. We're we're not walking through this paint department. We're driving through it on our tram. It's just freaking huge. Wow. So we talked about the sound stages earlier, and I'm gonna get to stage 16 and why it had those buttresses. Um, something you'll see on every studio, on every sound stage, is 
they have these plaques mounted on the outside that list down the significant productions that were shot there. So this is stage 25. Um, if there's a particularly big production that used it for a number of years, like say some sitcom, in this case, it's the Big Bang Theory. So it got renamed to the Big Bang Theory stage. So that's stage 25. You can see it's constructed in 1935 and it's got a whole bunch of different movies that have shot there. So there's a lot of history in every single one of these buildings and that's something I really appreciated so cool. at Warner Brothers and that they respect their history, they celebrate it, and they preserve it. So you can like see where iconic productions were made. Hmm. Even see the props and the costumes and we'll, we'll get to that. There's room for girls, I see. It's like for, three columns oh, yeah. for each. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if, if if they update the plaques. They do, they know, do. The years. Yeah, but they said that they don't list every single movie or every single show that uses it. Just the significant the ones. iconic ones. Mm-hmm, <laughs> the ones mm-hmm. that made them money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, who wants to remember the fourth Matrix movie? Um, Nobody... But if you want to reminisce about it, we do have an episode. So check it out well, wherever you're listening to your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks. I, I worked hard. So this is the stage where the Big Bang Theory was shot. This is the French stage next door, stage 24. Yeah. So it's like, got the logo on it. What do they do it. with it now since, you know, it's been ages since Friends. They are shooting Fuller House, which apparently occupied stage ah. 24 before Friends took over it in 1994, 93. Ooh. And the joke is that when Fuller House took over stage 24 again to be sh- um to do their shooting, to shoot their new series, um John Stamos actually came outside and posted a piece of paper on top of the sign on, st- on top of the French stage. He put the full house stage. <laughs> he covered <Wow>. it up. <laughs> we okay. were here first, bitch. I know, right? <laughs> Petty. Um, the, when they say do not enter when red lights are on, closed set, they really mean it. Um, they actually took us inside a soundstage. We went on the set of the sitcom, The Goldbergs, but we weren't allowed to shoot anything. The only reason we were allowed inside was because no active shooting was happening at the time, but you're not allowed to take pictures or video. Um, When I went to Sony, we went onto the stage of Wheel of Fortune, and yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, I'm sorry. I was just geeking out. I'm like, oh, it's the wheel. I want to touch it. But they don't (laughs) let you touch it. Oh, boo. (laughs) Mm. Um, but if there's actual shooting, they won't let you in. And you'll know there's actual shooting happening because there's a red light next to the door that goes on. Nobody's allowed to open the door um, going in or out when that's happening. So, like if on the you Sony do, lot, do you get fired? Or, yeah, yeah. Or thrown out of the lot. Like, when we were at Sony, they were shooting Maybe. Jeopardy. So, we couldn't go in. That's why we went to Wheel of Fortune across the street. Oh. And the tour guides have to be updated every day on what's shooting so they know what they can show us. Ah, so, you wouldn't jeopardize <clears throat> the shooting of Jeopardy? Even like when we were on the tram and we were driving past down stages where the doors were open and you could peek inside. Um, like we saw the penthouse from um, the morning show. We saw Jennifer Aniston's penthouse. Um, it's it's just inside a soundstage. We weren't allowed to take pictures of it because you know they were prepping it for shooting the new season. So yeah, they, they take it show. very seriously. This is also for them to prevent leaks from happening because you know in the age of the internet, for sure, like, for stuff sure. Gets, yes, yes, stuff can get leaked out. 
so easily and now. I don't even think it's just story points. Like even production design, mm. you know, you don't want somebody to yeah. see how you're designing, you know, your 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 spaceship or your yeah, living room exactly. or whatever. Okay. Now here's stage 16, the one that I mentioned earlier. Look at those buttresses. Buttress. Anyways, You're a buttress guy, huh? So if you look at the sound stage, look how much bigger it is, how much taller it is from the one next to it, the one on the left. Mm-hmm. The reason for that is back in the 30s, Marion Davies, the not entirely talented mistress of William Randolph Hearst, the subject of Citizen Kane, um, she was shooting a big musical comedy with dance numbers and and uh, big production numbers and 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 uh, she wanted crazy ass crane shots uh-huh. and she wanted a tank a tank so basically she wanted a tank for swimming scenes uh-huh. and she oh, went to the like, head of the okay. I, I was thinking okay. like an I, army I was, um, <laughs> I was on the same wavelength as my right there just like, like what? a tank what mm, the fuck do you need why? a tank for to be fair, now I want to see a musical war movie. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. I get it. Okay, like like tank tank for you to swim in. Okay. So Marion Davies was shooting um Kane and Mabel with Clark Gable, and she went to the head of the studio, Jack Warner. I know, right? Um the head of the studio said I I thought about that too. Head of the studio is like, I'm not gonna build I'm not gonna like rebuild my soundstage and make it bigger for you? What the hell? So she bypassed him and went to William Randolph Hearst, the real-life Citizen Kane, and she asked him for a bigger studio. And he told Jack Warner to make it bigger because he was a producer on the movie, so Warner couldn't say no. And they ended up raising the studio 39 feet. It is not... Jesus. Here's the thing. The soundstage was already built. It, was, it had been there since the 20s. But it would be too much trouble to rip the roof off, raise the walls, and build a new roof. To raise the roof? Sorry. <laughs> they literally did it. <laughs> yeah, they did. So what they did was, you know how you, it is when you get car maintenance done? Instead of adding to the top, they decided to add to the bottom by raising it one foot at a time. Ooh. Okay. And basically, they yeah, they were able to raise it um, 39 feet. That Jesus is Christ. Back in the 30s, which is ridiculous. As That's you can see, insane. back then it was it was soundstage number seven. It wasn't yet 16, but um, now it... What um, a pain in the buttress. <clears throat> oh my God. For many years, this was the largest soundstage. It became the largest soundstage in the world because in addition to raising it, they also dug a tank, not a swimming tank, a water tank, <laughs> not a war tank. They dug a tank for all the musical swimming numbers that she just had to have in her movie. And just to give you an idea of the scale of this place, so that's a shot of the tank. <clears throat> hmm. It can hold 2.3 million gallons of water. Oh my um, God. Yep, yep. So they shot the perfect storm there, basically, among other things. Oh, uh, they, put, <laughs> they put George Clooney's boat in there so they could kill him. Um, they shot the drag race <laughs> Um, from Rebel Without a Cause in there. That's how big it is. It's how ridiculously freakishly big on the inside of the soundstage. Oh, wow. They shot the um, the horse race scene from My Fair Lady in there. Again, ridiculously large. 
They shot Jurassic <gasps> Park in there because they had the space for it. They shot the ending of Ghostbusters. Wow. And the set for the temple was so freaking big, they could only shoot it from the outside with the doors open. Because even if it was one of the biggest stages in Hollywood, they still used up every inch of space. Uh, um, they built Gotham City there and back for Batman Returns because wow. Tim Burton refused to go back to London. Oh my God. For the second Batman movie, Tim Burton's like, I'm not going back to England. <laughs> we're, we're building it here. Um, and here, perfect storm. See, they put George Clooney's boat in there and mm-hmm. everything else was, you know, they fixed it in post. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 So yeah, that is stage 16. It is a beast. And if you notice the Warner Brothers logo on it, apparently it had just been painted like within the last couple of weeks when you saw it. That is the latest version of the WB logo. It's the, most cool. up, it's the most updated one. So like we were some of the first people to see it. So yeah, it was kind of neat. They hadn't even updated the logo on the outside of the studio. So mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was neat. It was neat to see. Okay, so here there's a little break. Of course. There is a coffee shop. Nah, it's it's literally a coffee shop. It says Central Perk. It's not the actual Central Perk, of course. But oh, course Gunther's not Central serving Perk. you coffee. Boo. No, you have college kids on oh. their summer break doing work. Hey, if I were not, if I were in college, I would definitely love to like work there for like summer or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know who you'd be serving coffee to as mm-hmm. tourists. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's Central Perk. Or they probably, probably, you know, get coffee for them. Not the actual Central Perk. The coffee shop. So, mm-hmm. oh my god. Wh- who, who the fuck? I, I, <laughs> I have no... I don't know! I don't know who that is! Oh my god! Who like, the fuck is that? This is a horror movie. Huh? Wait, are there two people in there? Uh, it's just the one. No, there's somebody on top of her. Or him, what? No. Oh shit, there are two people. What the hell? Why are there people in the coffee beans? Huh? Is that a reflection? It's a reflection. It's a reflection. Because yeah, you can but, see it through the green. But why bar, are they what the fuck? But, and how? I don't know. Also, I didn't know the coffee from Central Perk came from coffee bean and tea leaf. Oh, I see. Ah. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Um, <laughs> Kind of broke the, you know, it kind of shattered the image. Uh, now. I'm so sorry. Oh, um, while we were on this break, we were on a break. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's also where the friend's coffee shop is. So you take a break in the middle of your tour. Um, you'd get your coffee, um, get some water, um, buy some merch. Man, the shirts stuff. look, you know, the shirts look good. And, and the production design of the of the gift shop is kind of cool because, like, look at this set. <laughs> you know, you oh, can take pictures on it. Stuff after the characters. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what's on the menu. The Joey. Mango cold brew tea. Ooh, the Monica sounds good. I'm not I, I'm not surprised that the Monica is the Monica. For I some love reason. the Ross. Classic Nobody loves Ross. White. <laughs> <laughs> Classic flat white. Yes. That's perfect though. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I, I am with, I am on board for that. Yes. Yeah. The Chandler Ross. is my drink of choice though. Caramel hazelnut latte. Yes. I don't know. Mm. I'm more of the Rachel sometimes. I've been really into matcha lately. No. I, man, the Monica is what I would drink in the morning and then the Chandler would be what I would drink for dessert. I do want to try the Joey though. It sounds good. My Why is there no love for Phoebe? Cookies and cream is awesome. <laughs> nah. <laughs> mm. Screw you guys. 
But um, yeah, um, a lot of love and care went into this gift shop. Like, look at this. You can browse t-shirts while sitting on the couch. And I'm TV. sorry. I feel it's like a working TV. I'm still there in the oh. drinks. I'm sorry. I think okay. I'm going I, to the drinks. Here thought, we go. I'm back. I thought I actually thought Phoebe would be more of the fruity one because you know she's all about being organic and vegan and whatever. You know, good point. As a hippie. Hmm. Why is she cookies and cream? That should be the Joey. Yeah, Joey should, should be a cookies and cream. They no, should if it was Joey. Switch. If it was Joey, it should be like you know some variant of peaches and cream. Like they made him a mango recipe. cold brew. I don't think Joey should be a mango cold brew. I think Phoebe should one of those nice teas or whatever. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Moving on. So yeah, look at that. See, the t-shirts are all there in the corner. So you can look at the shirts or you can crash on the couch and take pictures. I'm just going to say right now, it was impossible to get these pictures because people just kept flopping down on the couch or sitting yeah, at the table. How did you uh, take this photo with nobody on it? I'm With in. great difficulty, <laughs> trial and error. Huh. <laughs> um, the next area is where you'll find heroes in action. So after the friends gift shop, after your little water and coffee and gift shop break, you get on another tram and it takes you here, where this, you see heroes and magic. This image is so fucking cool, except for Newt's commander. Why is there no love? For <laughs> I Ryan? know. I gonna say that should Why be Ron. Why is there no love for Ron Weasley? I know that should Dude, totally be Ron. Dude, straight up Harry Potter, you know, playing wizard chess. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say franchise management. They mm -hmm. have to give him a nod. We don't have to like Newt Scamander. Nobody I don't like the franchise. In I mean, that part of the franchise in general. Yeah. I mean, I like, Eddie Redmayne's amazing. Yep. Yeah. He's great. You know, He's like, a great actor, but at some point it stopped being about him. It started becoming like the untold love story of Dumbledore. Yeah. I mean, which, was, which ended in a very, you know, very underwhelming manner. It's exactly well, yeah. how The Hobbit was to Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. Yes. It's these shitty prequels. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Big shout out to our friends at Warner Brothers who always invite us to their premieres. We love you guys. Thank you so much. With we all love due you respect. For the early access of Zack Snyder's Justice League and Peacemaker. <laughs> With all due respect to Wizarding World Adventures, we we love them. Just not all of them. Moving on. <laughs> We love them for the most part. Okay, so yeah, this is a badass entryway. And the only way I got this without anybody in it was I jumped off the tram first, basically. <laughs> because everybody was right behind me. It's amazing you got you jumped off at the you know, you jumped off the tram first. You still got mm -hmm. managed a very nice picture, you know, without mm. shakiness or like blurriness. Yeah. Okay. Skills. So first up here in Heroes and Magic, you have the DC superhero area. You're greeted by a mock-up of the gates of Arkham Asylum with some of Batman's iconic foes on display. Okay. Including Anjo's favorite, Mr. Freeze. Oh. Let's, no, that, 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 <laughs> the costume is pretty cool. I mean, LED lights and all. The armor is pretty cool, you know. I want to play a drinking like, game. For every, for every Batman reference where Angel flashes his little car since this is a very <laughs> rare video episode. If you're watching along with us on YouTube, Let's take see a shot. Take, him to get drunk. take a shot whenever Angel flashes his little Batmobile. What about if it's a big oh, car? It's oh big my one. god! <laughs> it's a big one. Oh my take god. a lion shot then. <sighs> anyway, sorry. So yeah, the Mr. Freeze outfit was in a 
very painful movie, which I still enjoy on some guilty level. Um, that act, that Mr. Freeze suit is actually made of something like a thousand pieces of hand hammered metal. They got like real blacksmiths to make it, and I feel How bad for everybody. That That's why they had to put Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Yes. No one, you know. Yeah, I figured nobody else sense. could move. No one else. Mm. Um, so also in the superhero area, we got the new Batmobile was parked up in front. That was that neat. So badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not allowed to drive it, Anjo. No, you can't drive the oh. Batmobile. Um, so yeah, the, the Pattinson Batmobile was there. It looked really cool. I took shots mm-hmm. of the interior and I got told off because you're not supposed to lean on the car. They don't care if you're taking pictures. Do not touch the car. It's still a museum, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But yeah, I got pictures of the inside. Uh, it's really the neat. The inside is so good. Mm-hmm. What are those numbers for in the it's back? It's for when they have to go back in time. Ah, yes. You know, yes, yes, yes. Back that's, to the Future Mobile. Yes, that's exactly yes. what happened in that movie. Crisscrossing franchises. Love sure. it. Sure. And then it wasn't the ah, only Batmobile that was classic. parked there. They had Michael Keaton's Batmobile from 1989, which is just, you know, a turbocharged phallic symbol, but I love it still. I wasn't going to say anything. Great. Huh? It was just a light. It was just a light. Oh. But yes, I love this car. Wasn't that phallic symbol silver? Eh. If I remember correctly. At some point, eh. not even phallic. It's like... Anyway. It goes all the way anyway. around again? And becomes feminine at some anyway. point? Anyway! And mm. Batman was basically just using this whole place as a parking lot. Because here's Christian <laughs> Bale's Batpod. Like, seriously. <laughs> And it was next to Christian Bale's wardrobe. And Misha. <laughs> and Misha. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I was a happy fanboy. I'm not even going to hide it. I'm not even going to deny were. it. I mean, like, look at that smile. It's from ear <laughs> to ear. I probably would be smiling the same way. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was cool. You know, it's Christian Bale's closet. Did you and get to type here's anything some... of that high-tech thing? And it's just neat, you know, when you get to look at the costumes up close and you see how much work and detail and effort was put into these things. And can I just say that Zoe Kravitz is tiny. Like, she's hella tiny. Mm. Mm. Like, seriously, that Catwoman outfit is really, really tiny. And the Pattinson bat suit just looks really cool up close, actually. Mm. It does. Let's see. That. Oh, just, here's your villains, so Anjo. Here's your favorite, Mr. Freeze. And Heath Ledger's oh. Joker. And Paul Dano's questionable Riddler. You know, king of the incels. And um, the least effort costume ever in one of these movies. <laughs> True. And, <laughs> and there's Shazam. I, I don't, I, they didn't no, have to do no this. No padding. <laughs> sure, no padding. They didn't have to do this, but something else that I appreciated was the Warner Brothers studio team made mannequins that actually looked like the actors who are playing these characters. I know. It's a nice touch. It is. It's a nice touch. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got his little eyebrow thing going on. I love and it. smirk. I know. And for old school fans, here's like the original Wonder Woman from the 70s, Superman from Christopher Reeves in the 70s, and Michael Keaton from the 80s. Man, Michael Keaton is small. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Look at me, like if you compare the shoulder height to Wonder Woman and Superman, Mm -hmm, mm and he's small. He's wearing Jordans though for the Batman. No, no, that's Mm -hmm. the second movie. 
during mm-hmm. the sixes. Yeah, this is the outfit from the first movie. Yeah. But um, it's funny you should say that about his height because that's the same thing people in the 80s said when it was announced that the guy who directed Pee Wee Herman and Beetlejuice <coughs> was making a Batman movie starring a comedian who wasn't even six feet tall. So people were really upset. They sent thousands of letters to Warner Brothers complaining that Michael Keaton should not be Batman. Don't make Mr. Mom Batman. Letters. Letters. Yeah, Twitter wasn't a thing yet. Twitter wasn't a thing. Email wasn't a thing. Imagine if it was. But in a lot of ways, that's why it was a good thing that Tim Burton shot the first Batman movie in England because it meant that he was able to get away from all that negative publicity. Hmm. The internet wasn't around yet, so people could be talking shit about you halfway across the world and you didn't have to listen to it. Yeah, I wish people still had that luxury. Now you can be shooting, you know, shooting on the moon but you'd still know about it. Yeah, probably. Twitter. So here's some close-up shots with <laughs> Linda Carter's outfit. <laughs> Superman's Christopher Reeve and Michael Keaton. See, even the the, 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 the mannequin the and the mask. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They got the lips like, down pat. I I don't know why they would go to that effort, but I appreciate that they did. Yeah, I appreciate. And it. then if you look around That's the corner, so cool. If you look around the corner, there's some Dumbledore yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Secrets of Dumbledore okay. because that was the most current movie at the time. Okay. I took one obligatory uh, one obligatory photo. Before moving on, mm-hmm. I didn't get any detail okay. shots. Even if we this is the it. movies, the costumes are still cool. Yeah. Yes, they were but, fine. Yes, you know, looking at the costumes, they're still pretty cool. Movies yes. not so cool. And I laughed when they escaped that scorpion crab thing and with a little dance. Oh, that was pretty funny, but you know. But that's it, it. It was the only part of a Fantastic Beasts movie where the Fantastic Beast had anything to do with anything, because the wizard. Bambi that decides wizard democracy did was not doing it for me. No. Cute, but you know, we've seen Bambi. <sighs> Just yeah, watch sure. Bambi. But it's okay because after Secrets of Dumbledore, you get to the good Harry Potter movies. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, they the have letter. a pair. They have a pair of um Harry the spectacles. They have How? one of the acceptance letters. How many of Harry's try. glasses and Wands has um, Daniel Radcliffe gone through. Like I heard he broke a lot of the wands and the glasses. What was he doing with his wand that he would break he it? Would, I mean, he did would, you he see would, the stunts? He would uh, um, play them like drumsticks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. if you're if you're okay. an eleven year old kid, I, you probably would do. I probably would. I would do. Okay, I'm not even fine. a drummer. So um, the bulk of the Harry Potter sets are actually in England, but they flew across a few items to Hollywood so that they could make it part of the tour here. So here you see one of the acceptance letters, the invitation to Hogwarts, uh, complete with the envelope, a pair of Daniel Radcliffe's glasses, and and the cupboard under the stairs. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm not apologizing for that. Screw you guys. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know why I share things with you it's people. like a horror honestly. movie. You're a horror movie. <laughs> but I was surprised. Can I just say? Because like I was inside that cupboard. Number one, it's kind of small. Of course it is. Hmm. But it's also got like actual cleaning products um, products on the inside. <laughs> so I'm like, huh. It's stuff that you might hmm. not necessarily ever see. But they make every little bit as detailed as they can. Just in case the cinematographer wants to do a camera in there. Just in case the director needs a shot of Harry. You know, 
crying in his sleep. <laughs> you know, you're you're gonna see the drain cleaner and um, the, the the grout remover and Aww. the glass cleaner all there. There's even that's, a bucket with a mop in there. The details is crazy. That's detailed. Like, could you could you stand um um upright the under yeah, the no stand. Okay. No, no, you can kind of stand, but you have to bend over a little bit. Look, it goes about as high as the angle of the staircase. Mm. Yeah, but then again, we're talking about Daniel Radcliffe, who was oh, who was not like exactly 10. the tallest dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like he was ten at the time, but oh yeah, <laughs> adult size Daniel Radcliffe. This is true. Not much of a adult, difference. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. Yep. He had now, no growth spurt. There was no magic there. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving on. Um. The next one is something that Deng has told me off for more than once because it's really stupid what I'm attempting. It's the same thing that Harry tried. So I'm not even going to try and defend it because Deng's right. You really should just <laughs> pick it up. You should just pick one up from the ground. You don't <laughs> try and jump True. for one of these things that are flying everywhere. It's more cinematic that way and it makes a good photo. Exactly. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love how much... Um, Effort you put into posing. I know. In, you know, in the in the magical photos that you've had, mm-hmm. and yet I still haven't been accepted to Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. So it is. Maybe it it's is. because you went for the flying ones and not the ones on the floor. <laughs> yep, that's why Daniel get in long before me. Moving on, there are a couple of other photo op areas here in the Hottie, Hattie Potter, in the Harry Potter <laughs> section. Hattie, Hattie, a new franchise starring a female wizard. No, no, it's Harry Potter. Freaking ass. Is that Dobby somewhere in the side? Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, have this Dobby. <laughs> yes, they had one of the photo reference Dobbies. Um, Dobby was CGI in the actual movie, but on set they had a full size uh, mock up of the creature of the elf. Of the house elf. Uh, so they would see how light would bounce off. as They use it as reference basically. And also so people would know how high they were supposed to be looking when they were talking to him. Mm. Dobby's yes. judging you. Dobby would pick it up from the ground. <laughs> so there's a couple of other photo op areas. Here's one. <clears throat> it's the greenhouse. The greenhouse. Yes, you can pull out the mandrakes. And yes, they sound <gasps> terrible. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. man. I want to see the photos of that. I do, but I think it'll be more fun if I post a video in our yes. Facebook group, Saboteurs We Like Movies. Check it out, um, where we post all sorts of ridiculous content, memes, and one or two exclusives. So, yes, please like, subscribe, and follow. Smooth. Gotcha. <laughs> but yes, Mandrakes. Okay. There's also the potions class. That's so cool. Ooh, ooh, do they mm-hmm. show you the book <clears throat> with page 394? <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff out there, but it's no, so I didn't cool. notice the book. But uh, yes, it was fun. My mother had fun with this. She looked like she was giving a cooking class, actually, in her photo. But yes. <coughs> it's like a creepy science class. Like, yes. That's oh. so cool. I miss Alan Rickman. Hmm. Yeah. So here's some more of the potions. And oh yeah, yeah. Uh, now we're up to animation. I'm so sorry. Um, Warner Brothers, of course. Um, in addition to, to be a frog, I'm trying to get through this, Anjo. Whatever are you implying? <laughs> 
Context, I am deathly afraid of frogs. I mean, Even the singing and dancing frog. one? Come on, it's, it's friendly. It still grosses me out, okay? But but, but it's a friendly singing and dancing frog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Snuck it in there. I can't believe Misha snuck a frog in the presentation. I, I, this was... <laughs> So Warner wow. Brothers um, in the 20s, 30s, and 40s, in addition to a number of highly acclaimed musicals, dramas, gangster flicks, <laughs> they made their name on animation. The most famous of which, of course, were the Merry Melodies and the Looney Tunes. And this character, Michigan J. Frog, actually became the mascot of Warner Brothers' dedicated channel, the WB, back in the 90s. Yes, I remember, you know it, unfortunately. You know it now as the CW. Um, where all oh. the Ar- Arrowverse shows were, you know, Teen Wolf, Riverdale, all that stuff. And yes, their mascot was Michigan J Frog. Um, it's just cool seeing these things. Um, seeing hand painted physical pieces of animation in this day and age when everything's digital. So these are like um, drawn and painted on acetate and, you know, you have to do like 24 of these to make one second of footage. And it was just magic. And the fact that you could see these pieces of that magic um, on display. And these things are like as old as our grandparents at this point. It was just incredible. So here's the original pencils before they get um, inked, before they get painted. Chuck Chuck Jones. Yeah, Chuck Jones. There you go. So they had samples of Bugs yeah. Bunny. You see how each animator and director um, rendered them in different styles. Um, Fritz Freeling's style was a little more elegant, while Chuck Jones was a little bit more angular. Chuck Jones, of course, um, also led the animation on stuff like How, uh, how the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, there's just so much history here. And it, 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 I, I can't even describe what it was like to see this stuff up close. Um, they Aww. also had some Hanna Barbera stuff because um, Warner I Brothers bought the um, the the, the Hanna Barbera library back in the '90s um, when Turner was starting up Cartoon Network. So they needed a lot of content. So what they did was the company that owned them they bought the Hanna Barbera library. That's why if you were watching Cartoon Network in the '90s, it was all Scooby Doo and Flintstones and you know. Um, Wacky races, the Jetsons. Jetsons, yes. Mm-hmm. And if you look at this cell, um, this has got one of their infamous Hanna Barbera backgrounds in the back—the ones that would just keep cycling over and over <laughs> to yep. save money. And it's actually signed by the creators, Bill Hanna and Joe Barbera, Aww. there at the bottom. So that is just amazing. Cute. And so here's um Ooh. a model sheet from Scooby Doo where you saw exactly what mix of paint to make each wow. of their colors and their relative Those meddling heights. kids in that Meiji mud. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When they were designing Scooby-Doo, the animators basically looked at a book of all the best traits to find in a Great Dane. Like, what do you need in a Great Dane to win a dog show? And then they did the opposite of all those things to design Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so he slouches, his <laughs> legs are funny, his ears are wonky, his eyes aren't straight. <laughs> You know, his tail goes all everywhere. Basically, Scooby Doo is never gonna win a dog show. Mm. But he's gonna and solve mysteries. <laughs> and he saves one. the day. Here's one for the Jetsons. This Aww. is just so Astro. neat, you know, because this is this, these are real things you can see and touch. Well, don't touch them; you'll get thrown out. But 
But they were there. Yeah, but it's just so interesting to me to like see all the color references they have because it's not as easy as let's say in a computer program just saving these on presets. They really mm-hmm. have to like mm-hmm. mix all the colors and everything yeah. because they did it by hand. It's just so interesting. Like, yeah, they would have these references. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. There's so many nuances you wouldn't think about if you weren't yeah. an animator, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. The Iron Giant. Yep, we have some concept art. Other superhero role. Also limited vocabulary. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Vin Diesel in general. So, Uh, um, so this is the Iron Giant. (laughs) Root. And this is a more modern take on Bugs Bunny, if you notice, compared to the ones earlier, because this is one of the ones that was done for Space Jam. Yeah, I noticed too. Wonderful gangster flick that you mentioned earlier. (laughs) That little side eye, that's very modern. It's like not like one of the earlier ones. And this, these Ooh. are the storyboards <laughs> for the opening sequence of Batman the Animated I, Series. If, if I had that framed in my room, that would mean… I, I would rob your it. house. I, mm, <laughs> I would have like, like the, the most expensive security, security system installed to protect that frame if I had that in my house. The, the mm-hmm. Batman the Animated Series was a cartoon that started in 1992 based off of the success of the original Tim Burton um, films. And it was the first animated show, um, one of the first that took things seriously. Um, like the bad guys shot bullets. It was like one of the first cartoons to do that. They didn't shoot lasers like every other cartoon did in the 80s. They could show people dying. They could show, you know, um, Batman the way that we enjoyed him in the comic books for years. This has nothing to do with the campiness of the 60s and the 70s, as much as those are beloved now. Um, this was the first real pure take on Batman as close to the comics as we've ever seen. And I don't, I honestly don't think it's been topped since, except, you know, the closest that you've gotten live action would be The Dark Knight uh, with Heath Ledger's Joker, which I enjoy. And something that was neat about the animated series was it kicked off a whole universe. After Batman, the animated series became Superman, um, Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. All of those shows were set in the same continuity. And the voice actors from this show still voice their characters today. Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, still does his Joker voice for video games, for the animated movie. And um, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman here... Um, we never really saw him in live action again. He used to do soap operas and stuff, but he became so identified with Batman, he just never had to stop doing it anymore. And recently, his um, his Pride story was actually released in a compilation during Pride Month, actually. So yeah, our favorite Batman is actually gay himself. Yay. But, you know, he's such a good actor, you don't care. And something that was neat about the animated <laughs> series also was that they actually painted it on black paper because they said, the hell if we're going to draw all those shadows. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> You're going to waste a shit ton of ink. Yep. Because like the thing would took place at night most of the time. Mm-hmm. So they're like, screw that. We're going to take a shot. We're going <laughs> to draw this on black paper. And um, when I said that Ooh, Warner Brothers celebrates their history, wow. They also, that means they archive everything. Um, Their costume department has thousands upon thousands upon thousands of costumes, all in storage, ready to be used at a moment's notice. That, again, any studio can rent, basically, if they need them for a shoot. So you can choose by genre, by time period, 
by fabric, by color palette. Like the Warner Brothers costume archive is insane. So some of the samples that we have on display here are from Crazy Rich Asians. Um, If you look, they even put some effort in the display. If you remember the wedding wedding scene, the the church was like flooded on purpose. So here they put it on a reflective base to make it look like water. Yeah, that's so extra. Mm -hmm. that, that, That wedding was just, I don't know. You don't even How? have to go through that extra mile for just like the displays of mm-hmm. these. But, but then they do, which but, is pretty cool. That's amazing. I know. Actually, now that you mentioned, I'm wondering why these mannequins don't have the actors' faces. But eh. All right. Maybe, I don't know. It's still recent. Maybe they'll get to it eventually. Hmm. Um, they also have huh. costumes from hmm. um, their TV shows. The yep. These are some of um, Penny's Great outfits. Show. Kelly. Penny's outfits outfits from the flight attendant (laughs) were also on display. And there's some more of that extra set dressing. If you can see, they got those little airplanes all along the walls hanging from Ah. the ceiling. And then they also had these guys from the Arrowverse. CW. So they had Green Arrow, the Frog Mascot, and Supergirl. And see, see, even I, historical I, stuff, like the actual piano used from Casablanca. I mean, cool. seriously. Um, yes. And Ingrid Berman's outfit, like seriously. Um, you would not expect that. That outfit's like 70, 80 years old at this point. But Damn. it looks as fresh as the day that you saw it on the big screen in Casablanca. How, how do they… Is this behind glass or is it just there? No, that's just there. Damn. They, 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 wow. they, cycle, the, they cycle the displays. They cycle wow. the displays because you can't leave this stuff out too long because uh-huh. you know it'll deteriorate. Yeah. But so they what, we saw, it. what we saw was fantastic, honestly. Um, they have like actual curators who work on preserving these things and making sure that they stay in tip-top shape. So if ever they have to display them, they don't do stupid things like lend them to people to wear to the Met Gala because that's oh just stupid. Oh my God, that was a mistake. Seriously though. Um, these things are artifacts. They're part of history. And as Hollywood goes increasingly digital, there will be fewer and fewer of these things for us to see, to touch, to experience. But I like that Warner Brothers makes it a priority to really give you a chance to, you know, see these things Mm -hmm. in a context that lets you appreciate them for what they are. Um, And it's just overwhelming for, for a movie nerd, honestly. Um, here's Audrey Hepburn and my Rex Harrison's lady. outfits outfits from My Fair Lady Good from 1964 God. and you know they're they're there these are things that you've seen on TV you've seen in movies and they're real and that's the most amazing thing about it I guess in that you know it's not just theoretical anymore I mean like mm-hmm. in the back of your head yeah you figure there's a costume but you didn't think that you'd still be there 60 years later for you to see it on exactly. a Sunday and if you're like a huge fan of whoever um, whoever wore these costumes, you're like, oh, the essence of, let's say, Henry Cavill or like <laughs> Zachary Levi. They have worn <laughs> this. But anyway. Oh, I like how you singled out those two supermen. Mm-hmm. You know. Fine, fine. Zoe Here's- Kravitz. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, Here's some more crazy rich Asians. Aquafina. <laughs> I kind of like her pajamas. <laughs> I want mm-hmm. those pajamas. Yes, dogs. Dogs they are look awesome. so comfy. I never noticed those little fruit pillows. 
Yes. Maybe now I want rewatch. them. I wanna, yeah. Now I want yes. pillows like I'm gonna that. I'm going to try and rewatch and see if... Yeah. I want to spot those in the movie. But what you said earlier, again, my extra... Like, they didn't need a mannequin that was cross-legged. But they found one. Uh-huh. So, good stuff. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then there's um, Gaga's outfit from A Star Is Born. Mm. Along with some of her props. And... So Dope. the things at the studio archives are not just the outfits, but even key props okay. from their films. Um, in this oh case, you see goodness. some of um, Ali's personal items from the film, um, from her wedding day and her day-to-day outfits. And the, they had props here that, uh, honestly, I never thought that I would see in person in my life. Like, apparently, Jack Warner, the former head of the studio... Um, the one who famously screwed his brothers out of their shares and took over the whole thing. He was not a nice man. Sorry. But um, every movie they produced while he was still the president, he forced them to give him a hardbound copy of the script so he would review it. And um, yeah, he was the one who decided what movies got made and what which ones didn't. Um, oh other props God. that they have, these are from Argo. These yeah. are the ID tags. Argo. <laughs> CIA ID tags of um, Walter White and Batman. <laughs> Walter White and Batman. <laughs> <laughs> My first thought, because I saw, I saw, I saw um, Walter White's first. I was like, "That's not Walter White." <laughs> oh, it's Margo. When I saw Ben Affleck, okay. Mm-hmm. Brian yep. But here again, you see the level of detail. Wait, that goes they into have these things. Okay. Details that you would never see on a, on a, in a, on a movie screen. It's just costume detail. Why do they expire on the same day? That is rather suspicious. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they renewed them at the same time. But good catch. I will. I will. Um, maybe it's I like the stickers of getting into having, a village. Probably. Or they, yeah, I mean, like they are CIA. So mm-hmm. okay. And then you're only an asset oh, until no, you're. No, 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 <laughs> no. Skip this. No, skip this. No, it's no, the crucifix it. from The Exorcist. Oh, skip it. No. Skip it. It's a bit skip fuzzy because I didn't want to get close. <laughs> but yeah, it's up there. I would not. They also had the oh, cast. Oh, the Lego movie. <laughs> they had the cast of one Everything of my favorite awesome. movies. Now this was behind glass. I think because this would be too easy to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I, I love that they were there. And, Bro, but my, I'm not over my the friend Exorcist. was building Lego sets so. in a plane with this, um, <laughs> with this kid. <laughs> So no, I, I, why? I why do you do that? that? Why do you make it flash like that? <laughs> That's so creepy. No, not the Exorcist cross. Fine, oh. fine, fine. Okay, it's fine. even scarier that you go keep going back to it fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you know they had those split second frames in the movie itself. Fine, we'll fine. So here's the roommate agreement from the Big Bang Theory that Sheldon subjected Leonard to for mm-hmm. all of those years. Um, oh, that's how you spell Hofstadter. <laughs> again, I'm not the biggest fan of the show, and yeah, um, I th- I think that's obvious. Um, when I, I took my photo op on the actual set, <laughs> I was not I was not amused. The photographer thought I was doing a bit. Well, no, you should have you should have um sat on Sheldon's sides, like look where I'm sitting, bitch. I took <laughs> your spot. You could have taken that um stormtrooper look though. <laughs> to be fair. The collectibles on the shelves were real. And apparently they update them every season. Um, yes. They really I, go into actual collectible stores and find stuff to put there. So there's, there's mm-hmm. like Halo. There's a Halo helmet back there. 
There's uh, that Luke Skywalker. There's a there's an Alex Ross Superman statue somewhere. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was. I remember the the comic books they would be bringing onto the show. They are updated every episode. It's like, oh, you look at them. They're all the new ones. Um, pro tip: if you're taking a picture in the Big Bang Theory living room or any of the photo op areas, and where there is a dedicated photographer, um, they will happily take your picture using the official camera. You don't have to buy the photo that gets printed at the end of the tour, but um, uh, don't don't ask them to take your photo using your camera. <laughs> they, they, they will you let extra? you extra. No, no, they will let you pose. Go ahead, take as many as you want. Their job is just to take the picture with the official camera. But they can't stop you from taking your own shots. So uh-huh. you know, if you don't want to spend for the souvenir, um, it's a, it's a it's a little workaround. Just make sure you have somebody who'll take the shot for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> clearly, I was not amused the more I saw of this show sets. Penny, Penny, Penny. <laughs> so here's Penny's door knock, and knock, the knock, elevator Penny. that never worked. I just mad because he got to take the stairs. Yeah, because he had to. That take staircase the doesn't go anywhere. It's a dead end up there. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're mad. Apparently, like they would use the same set for every single floor. They would just remove the police tape, the, the caution tape on the on the elevator, change the numbers on the doors, change the painting on the wall, and then pretend it was a whole other floor whenever they had to. <laughs> now, as for shows I actually like, this happened too. Um, I was on the actual set of Central Perk. That was great. Ooh. It's a lot bigger than it looks on TV, surprisingly. Um, which is apparently the case for a lot of sitcoms because they need room to position the camera. Mm-hmm. So just as the camera can fool you into making a space, thinking a space is bigger than it looks, uh, bigger than it actually is, it can also make big sets look smaller. So sitcom houses are huge. When we went on the set of the Goldbergs, I was like, this living room is ridiculously huge. But that's because they need room for the cameras and for the crew to move around. But when they shoot it and they put it, they edit it all together. It looks like a regular sized house. Hmm. So I'm telling you, Central Perk was freaking huge. Um, this is the only shot of my mother in this entire presentation. I apologize Aww, to her for anyone cute. who tells her that this exists. But seriously, so look how cute. tiny we are on that couch. Ooh, <laughs> this- ooh, wait, this is where BTS surprised some fans too. BTS the- did not surprise me. You would have heard by now. <laughs> <laughs> Like on one of the late night shows, I forgot which Jimmy or whatever that was in. But yeah. Which Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, no, you can take your pick. But um, yeah, that, that's also where Jennifer Aniston and Ellen hid behind the couch, right? Oh, and yeah. surprised people yeah. also. But yes, uh, we, we took pictures all over this thing next to the window. My mother stood in Gunther's spot. I don't oh. know why she felt the need to do that. But mm. yeah, I mean, the set's huge. It just looks people sized on TV. Yeah. But um, in actuality, it, it's it's really big. Hmm, interesting. And now I wonder the, how big the Monica's apartment was. Um, I don't know. I only saw the mock-up. But here on one wall, next to the coffee shop, next to Central Perk, we have copies of the first and the last scripts from Friends. So you see, when it was still called Six of One before they decided to call it Friends. Mm-hmm. And they got everybody to sign it. So I just thought it was it's sweet. So freaking cool. Mm-hmm. And then oh, the Phoebe's guitar. guitar was Phoebe's guitar is on display. Um, I have been asked, how do you know it's really Phoebe's guitar? I'm like, because the sign says so. And they're like, how do you know that that's really it? Because the sign says so. What if the sign is lying? Because the sign says so. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. <laughs> Take from it what you will. Okay. Um, we're almost done. Um, if you're still with us. 
Um, this is me again with a show I actually like. <laughs> so <laughs> it's Monica's Door. It's not the actual one. This is the one in the gift shop, but you know, it looks real. <laughs> and then, of course, at the end of every tour, they gift take you to the, to the gift shop where you can get your DC merch, your Warner Brothers merch, Harry Potter, um, and their Ooh. other shows. There's like some Ted Lasso stuff there. Oh my God, yeah, Ted Lasso <laughs> stuff. No. I know. I couldn't afford <laughs> it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We did we did LA one. towards the end of our trip, so I, I really had no more money. I am so sorry. But I will leave you with this visual of a ginormous Triwizard Cup at Starbucks. Wow. I, I I don't know why there's a ginormous Triwizard <laughs> Cup at the Warner Brothers Starbucks. It makes sense somehow, I did guess. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'd like a double shot ice shaken. Chocolate latte, please. Maybe that's to remind the baristas to put your right, your name on the cups. <laughs> it is possible. <laughs> but Did yes. you put the name on the cups? <laughs> but yeah, why was Dumbledore so angry? Because he wasn't super angry in the book. But he was like mental in the movie. Because he never read the books. He refused to read the books. Oh, well. Yeah, new, new Dumbledore was weird. Old Dumbledore, you know, you could buy the whole nice, kindly, whimsical uncle, grand-uncle <laughs> person. Also, Richard Harris could have been, you know, drunk on set. Usually, yeah. But new yeah. guy, the new Dumbledore was not my cup of tea. I, I, I kind of like you young and sexy his, Dumbledore. Does that count? I don't know. You say this <laughs> while we're on a, a Starbucks photo, not your cup of tea. Like. <laughs> Fine. But yes, ginormous tribal oh. So yes, that's that, so that was that that was that was my that was my five hours at Warner Brothers Yay. Studios. And I think you guys were indulging me and in going all the way through it. It was ridiculous. I, and just before anybody asks, yes, I did get my shot oh with my that stupid God. fountain. Yes. <laughs> I love how you did. ended with this. Yes, of you did. Okay, I, I just have one question. Yes, right I'm leaving how it here. Hard, how hard? <laughs> how hard was it to condense five hours of glorious historical, you know, f- you know, cinematic history? You know how how hard was it to condense it in this? Dude, there is so much. There is so much that I didn't even get to put in here. I just chose like like highlights from each one. There was like this whole section that had like the miniatures used in sci-fi movies and some of the Batman movies. So like, like there was a Batmobile there that was bigger than yours. Um, there was, there was um, a, a section where you could um, play with um, motion capture. So like I was waving my arms and Dobby, oh, was, Dobby on the screen so cool. was waving his arms. Um, there was a bit where um, my mother and I, we, we did the force perspective thing from the Lord of the Rings movies. So like she sits like on the front half of a table next to the camera and I sat at the far end but it looks like on the camera because the camera has no depth perception yeah. it looks like it's one table so I was you like you look a, like a hobbit I was a tiny hobbit and you my were the hobbit like, my mother was Gandalf <laughs> yes oh, it was to, fun and to think we were like ooh Misha go through all of the places you went to it's like nope 
No, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I take pictures like a crazy person. I, I I found out on this trip that yes, I really do like taking pictures of everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, um, in the case of this, of these studio tours and the movie stuff and the museums, I am glad I did because mm-hmm. now I get to share them with you guys. I, I, we I'm just so happy you did. You I'm know. so jealous. Huh. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and figure out when I can plan my LA trip for this, just I for know. the Warner Brothers trip. Oh, it looks yes. amazing. Go back Probably to the gift shop. I want to see what I want to buy. Go, 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 go. Same, yes. same. What do Here. I want to buy? I didn't take pictures of the Harry Potter robes <laughs> and things because, because right after this, we went to Universal Studios and we actually went to freaking Hogwarts. So if you guys want to see another episode, I will <laughs> happily show you that. And the robes and the merch and the wands. It, God. I have a question. Is that the Gilmore Girls section? Where? In the back. Yes. The- yes, it is. What did you buy? <laughs> the Gilmore Girls section. Just, I'm just curious. They I'm had, curious. they had teapots. They had towels. They had pillows. They had t-shirts. <laughs> the teapots make sense. If you look there at the back, mounted on the wall on the right, on the upper right side, those are in-universe shirts. So you can get like logos of the companies oh, and the girl. you can ah. get logos of the shows and the companies on the shows. So they're like a more subtle way of nerding out if you don't want to look yeah. like a walking billboard. Uh-huh. Like the Star Star Lab shirt, you can get those from yep, there. Yep, yep, yep. It was just good stuff. Oh. Um, I really wanted some Ted Lasso stuff, but I really had no more money <laughs> at the end of the stream. Yeah, that Team Lasso hoodie, the gray one, looks so good. Did you see the new the, this year's FIFA? This year's FIFA game. Yes, yes <laughs> the team is on we it. The, the team Lasso is on team. FIFA. That's why I'm buying FIFA this year, just because of Ted Lasso. I know, I'm so happy. I get to play as Danny Rojas. You know? <laughs> Football Sport is life. Is Danny Rojas. Football oh. is life. <laughs> Football is life. Mm. And on Ooh, this I side, you got dress. more of your DC FIFA. stuff with Batman and Robin on it. Yeah, why not? It's cute, Ooh. actually. Oh my god, they have the full color spectrum too. for mm-hmm, the Green mm-hmm. Lanterns. And 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 on the wall you have your your superhero logo shirts. So yeah, it it was just crazy. It was crazy seeing all these That's things. Insane. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Oh, I want that, that button down shirt. Look at that. It's Batman and Robin. So yung mga logo yes. mabibili mo lang sa Green Hills yan. Eh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm sure it's cooler. To like actually buy something from there. Yeah, I, you know, my, I want my, a mug. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I had fun doing the these nerd things with my mother, but honestly, I wish that I I, I had Dang with me or I had you guys with me because we would have just gone nuts over everything. Really. Um, oh I, my I god, we to, would be the most annoying us. people on the tour. <laughs> if, if it were us, I think that five hours would have extended to like seven. Yeah, probably, Maybe. probably. Oh my god, know. and we'd like take really stupid photos of each other. And I mean like <laughs> each of us would have a turn and then we'd just like keep like uh, d- then thinking of like stupid e- scenarios. Each of us would have a turn and then there would be a duo and then there would be a trio. <laughs> so imagine how much time that would take. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. We took five hours on this tour. Like we went in, I think our slot was 9.30. And if you miss your slot, by the way, you can't get on the next one. Because, you know, they really do count. They count, they count They count. heads. Because they, they can only put so many people on a tram. Mm. So um, our slot was at 9.30. We figured, oh, we'd be out of here by lunchtime. No, by the time we got out, it was almost 3. Like what the hell? 
God damn it. I mean, I would skip lunch to like really take my time yep. around that. Yeah. Because after this, the reason we were in a hurry was we went straight to Universal Studios afterward, which is truly suicidal. Can I just say? <laughs> never do that again. I'm never doing that again. Um, that was just pushing our luck. But we were leaving in two days and that was the only common yeah. free day that me and my mother had. My mother and I had. So we just went for it. So how, how um, many… How how tired were you guys after? That's like that we got like to Universal like just after three. We got like just you know lemonade and a hot dog. Okay, that's lunch. Let's go. <laughs> and then we got out of Universal like ten minutes to closing time at ten p.m. We were Damn. we were zombies. We were zombies. Wow. We were zombies. Seriously, a, how many a, salon pass patches did you have to put on your body <laughs> after? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so tiring. It, it it was, but you know, it was worth it. And and I'm glad that, you know, um I, I was able to share it with my mom. And yes, I, I hope that one day I get to share it with you weirdos too. Thank you so much, Misha, for sharing your adventures at uh the Warner Brothers Studios. And um I had fun. I'm sure mm-hmm. we had fun. Um, had and fun. yeah, so if you're listening right now and you see or, or if you're watching over on YouTube, comment down below what was your favorite part or if you want Misha to do a part two, maybe you want to see Universal Studios, maybe you want to see wherever else that he went to, go comment down below on YouTube or give us a, you know, give us a shout out on our social media pages. We've got Facebook, our Facebook group, join Subatours We Like Movies, the Facebook group. We've also got Instagram at sub underscore O-Tours. So yeah, let us know. Maybe we'll have a part two and see more of Misha's nerdiness. But yes, this was fun video episode. You get to see our faces. And this awesome, awesome slideshow that Misha prepared for us. So, yeah, if you listened over on the podcast platforms, you might want to check this out on YouTube. And- <laughs> you can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you making fun of it. But yeah, it's it's really worth uh, checking out on YouTube. So if you can, just go click the link on the description. All right. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. That was fun. Right. Thanks, Misha, for, yes. for the slideshow. Thank you, Misha. For all this effort. It's amazing. Yeah, so we'll see you again next time. If you want more episodes like this or whatever movie suggestions that you have for us, let us know on our social media platforms. And this has been my... I'm Misha. And... I'm Anjo. <laughs> I you almost you... weren't. You I almost know, wasn't. I know. <laughs> almost got to experience the internet like, lags. Really? really? You really waited till the end to screw <laughs> up? <laughs> But yeah. Internet lag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right.